everyone, and welcome back to Agency Nation Radio. This is episode number 14. With me, as always, is Marty Agather. Say hello, Marty. Howdy, Marty. I actually have to stop saying say hello because obviously you're never going to say hello because howdy is your trademark. Agreed. Um, you know, I, 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 every time you say say hello, I am tempted to say hello, but I always sort of go back to the tried, true, and traditional, which um, somehow almost gets us into our first topic today, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, and here's the other funny thing is that I struggle with howdy. So every time I think to myself, I should say, say howdy, Marty, but then that would be completely weird for me to say. So uh, I just, you know, I was thinking about that. I was like, I'm never going to say Marty, say howdy, and you're never going to say hello, everyone. So we'll just always have that friction between us. And, and maybe that's a good, like, uh, maybe that's a good analogy for our entire relationship. Yep, little friction, nothing that... Uh ever causes us to come to physical blows, maybe verbal blows every now and again. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. So one of the things that I think is is uh, interesting about, and, and maybe this isn't interesting to people listening at home, but I, but I, I do want to discuss it because I think it's relevant. When you're working with carriers, vendors, other people in your staff, like um, differences in opinion are always going to creep up. And uh, in the case of you and I where – uh, we're very obviously uh, friends or, or buddies or whatever, but at the same time, we kind of hold the same at least level of position in the company. So I can't tell you what to do, and you certainly can't tell me what to do. But but we our jobs cro- closely intersect, so it is uh, it, it's pretty funny. I, I it's probably not good podcast fodder, but very interesting in that um, there have been times when we have been diametrically opposed. And when you put two alpha personalities in a room with with different viewpoints, it's uh, it creates very interesting discussions. But I, what I think is cool about it, and I think this is something that we all could strive for, is it never impacts uh, the overall relationship. And I think um, I don't know how you do that, and, I, and I'm not trying to just stroke the uh, the you know kind of the, the friendship that we've built over the time working together and even before that. But it's more um, I think that you can disagree with people and um, still have a very productive relationship with them. You know, what are, what are your thoughts on that? I I think I think it's um, to some degree, and maybe to a lot uh, to a high degree. It's built on respect. So I have extreme respect for you, for the things that you've done, for the experiences that you've had, for the things that you can teach me. And there are some things that I, quite frankly, think you're out to lunch on. But (laughs) but because I respect you, you know. Yeah. And then from Marty, I've got how to brew your own beer, how to fly sailplanes, and obscure military references and seemingly random occasions. Agreed. I, you know, I, what can I say? Every one of those things is really a great thing to be involved in. <laughs> uh, well, so let's uh, let's move past our our bromance, uh, love stroking, and um, talk about what we actually turned the record button on to talk about today. And it's actually. Two really cool topics, and I think uh, I think they're good segues from uh, the the digital disruption phase that we are in for a little while, and uh, t- and talking, uh, getting back to kind of our roots. And 
Today, uh, we have two articles in particular that we want to kind of reference and build upon, uh, as we as we usually do on this show. Usually, our, our, our standard issue for those who are finding us for the first time is uh, Marty and I read a lot of things, and we're constantly finding interesting thoughts and references and studies, and we usually pull two to three uh, articles or resources or whatever, what have you, uh, out of that week and um, and kind of dissect them and build upon them. And, and most of the time, we're taking things from outside the industry and applying them to the independent or the insurance industry and, and how uh, we as insurance professionals can use that information or that thought or strategy or tool or whatever to, to increase our production and ultimately grow our business. So... Um, by the way, if you uh, want to find previous episodes and this is your first time, you can go to agencynation.com forward slash the word podcast. So agencynation.com forward slash podcast, or you can just go to iTunes and search Agency Nation Radio and you will find us and subscribe there. I always recommend iTunes as the way to subscribe because then like your your phone or whatever is automatically updated with the next episode and you don't have to come back to the site to, to listen. But if you don't use iTunes or don't have a, a smartphone, absolutely no problem. You can always listen right on the website. Okay. Uh, oh, Last thing, last thing, last piece of kind of housekeeping that I want to share with everyone before we get going, and I promise this will be short. Um, we've mentioned the survey the last two episodes. Uh, we, we, we gave a survey to Agency Nation subscribers, so we have uh, about 3,000 people subscribed to Agency Nation Radio, and we sent out a survey and got a ton of amazing responses, and I just wanted to let everyone know that um, as of... Well, by the time this episode comes out, it'll be uh, the previous Sunday, but we have now gone to one uh, email a week from Agency Nation. It will be a recap. It will. It basically will be original information uh, that in some way, shape, or form also recaps some of the content that was produced that week on Agency Nation, um, but it will be content original and unique and we'll take certain ideas and dig farther on them and and provide different resources and and basically we want just a once a week valuable email uh, piece of content for you. So I hope that you'll subscribe. You can do that at agencynation.com forward slash newsletter if you haven't. Uh, And if you have, uh, we listen to you. Uh, Email every new article was way too much. Get that constantly trying to make this product better so you get one piece of original kind of idea content in that email by being a subscriber is the only way you're going to get it and uh, that will come out on Sunday mornings so on Sunday mornings you'll get uh, an email from us and I hope you enjoy that love your feedback if you get the newsletter I just hit reply and that comes to me and I'll get an idea of what you think about it and whether it's valuable and how we can continue to make the product better so all right with that said we're moving on to what we actually came here to talk about and that is an article by Seth Godin <clears throat> called Idiosyncratic. And I'm not going to read the entire article to you because that would be boring. You can go to the show notes, uh, agencynation.com forward slash podcast, and then just go to episode number 14. This is episode 14. You can find the article there. Um, it, basically what Seth does in this article, and then Marty, I'm going to hand it over to you to kind of riff on this a little bit. I think it's an incredibly important idea. And... <clears throat> It's the idea that it really it really talks to the idea of best practices, right? That we're always trying to be we're always trying to be better through best practices. And what uh, Seth Godin outlines in this relatively short post is that 
what makes us better isn't always following the tried and true principles. It's often our imperfections that make us interesting and attract that attention that allows people to learn about what we do and fall in love with us. So he actually says, uh, it turns out that perfection is sort of boring. Airbnb isn't as perfect as staying at a Hyatt, but it's certainly more interesting. And he goes on to say other things. And the, and the whole concept is that um, that it's the little things that make us imperfect, that make us different, that make us stand out, is what really draws in attention because best practices are really a dulling mechanism to attracting attention to our business. Marty. So there's a couple of things going on here. And um, part of it, I think, comes part and parcel from the industry that we're in. Um, we are, you know, the, the, the rock in the storm. We are um, the solid ground when everything else is shifting and moving. So to some degree, for forever, we've wanted to be ultra conservative. It, it, it bleeds over into our language, our dress, the way we organize our, our businesses, the way we portray ourselves in our, in our professional websites. And to some degree, that all makes sense. But to Ryan's point, and ultimately to um, Seth's point, the concept is if you want to stand out from the crowd, you have to look a little different than the crowd. So the the point here is let's separate ourselves because in, in insurance marketing and sales, we're trying to attract folks, right? That's why we're here. Um, and so by being a little bit different, we stand out and hopefully we'll attract more people. Now, that being said, um, I come from the Thomas Watson School of uh, dress and Thomas Watson, for those of you who don't know, Thomas Watson was the CEO of IBM. And back in the day, IBM, uh, their dress code, you know, back when everybody bought IBM, their dress code was um, blue suit, white shirt, red tie. Uh, and Thomas Watson's theory on that was because if they're looking at what you're wearing, they aren't listening to what you're saying. That's not necessarily Ryan's uh, dress code. So I'm going to let Ryan take it from here. I get the idea that if they're looking at what you're wearing, they're not listening to what you're saying. So that definitely, that definitely makes sense to me from a corporate standpoint. But from an individual standpoint, I feel like it is actually a negative, right? So if there's seven people in blue suits and red ties saying different things on stage, then it's very hard to discern one message from the other. If you are wearing a blue suit and a red tie and the guy next to you is wearing a polo shirt and uh, uh, board shorts, one dress says something about one of them and one says something about the other. Not bad or uh, not negative or positive one or the other, but you very easily could discern, especially if this was two people talking in a business forum, that one is talking about uh, maybe corporate accounting and the other is talking about uh, growth hacking or, or um, uh, guerrilla sales tactics, right? So 
I think that in today's marketplace, that your the way that you present your business is 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 so incredibly important because it, what it says is if I see someone in a blue suit and a red tie next to five other people in blue suit and red tie, what I say is they're not original thinkers. They they toe the corporate line and what Big Brother tells them to say, they say. And I think at a time that was respected and and maybe even to a certain part of our of our culture that is still respected and and I don't want to say that. Um, believing in the corporate messaging is 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 a negative. That that's not what I'm trying to say. Um, but what I am saying is that it says something about your company. And if you're looking for individual thinkers, uh, people who step outside the box, who take risks, who take chances, who push the envelope, who uh, you know, I always refer to myself as a gas pedal guy, right? Like I would be so completely turned off by you have to wear a blue suit and a red tie, I wouldn't work for that company even if it was an amazing opportunity, right? I mean, you know from when I do my presentations, I'm jeans and a jacket and a button-up. I never wear ties unless I'm forced to. Um, so it it just, you you attract the type of person that sees themselves in the way you present yourself and if you present yourself the same as everyone else, it creates no discernible difference in the eyes of your customers. So I think this could be as simple as the fact that you let dogs in the office or um, you know, you don't have any customer service representatives working in your business. They all work from home, right? These are little idiosyncratic things, uh, hence the title of, of Seth's uh, blog post, that help your business establish what makes it different from everyone else and why someone should give it a second thought. I don't remember, Ryan, you're going to have to help me. It's one of our um, video tools, uh, one of the companies we use for video tools. Wistia. Wistia, you know where I'm going with this, right? Their CEO, um, when he was just starting the company, went to a, um, a meeting of angel investors in New York City, he drove down from somewhere out country. I don't know where the heck he was. Maybe he's up north by by Ryan. But uh, he drove down there in a, in a snowstorm, and it was all the weather was terrible, and he wasn't sure he was going to make it. And he got there late, and he ran up on stage, and um, he didn't have any socks on. I think it was an, actually an accident um, for whatever reason. And um, his comment was, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to have heard presentations from all of these uh, different people looking for you, hopefully, to invest some money. Uh, whether you remember them or not is an open question, but odds are pretty good you're going to remember the guy who didn't have socks on. Yeah. And, that's and, now, and that's now his um, point of differentiation. He never wears socks anymore. <laughs> which is which is an interesting life decision but 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 that is really the thing is that um and, and I don't think you want to be you know some people would say well you then you're just you're just being kind of cheeky to be cheeky right like you're just doing it and there's no substance behind it they're always right I want to be I want to be clear about this point and and you oh, there always has to be substance behind what you're saying right there is the assumption that you know, uh, you know. So in our industry, there's an assumption that your insurance agency is, you know, well run and gives great customer service and has access to carriers and calls people back and you know does all the things that a, that a well run agency does. But how do you separate your business from all the other well run? independent insurance agencies. So um, I'm not talking about a terribly run agency that does some wackadoo thing to get attention. This is the idea that 
you know, independent insurance agencies in large part are run incredibly well and that we need to separate ourselves from the other well-run businesses. And, you know, how does Geico separate themselves? They make people laugh, right? Geico doesn't really have a great product other than it's incredibly easy to buy. Um, You know, in terms of coverage and that kind of stuff, there isn't, you know, they aren't, they don't match up against us, really. I think pound for pound, I put just about any independent insurance carrier against anything that Geico does. And from a service perspective, I'd put just about any agency ahead of what Geico does. The two things they have are they make people laugh, separates them. There's really no other insurance carrier, even captives, that can make people really laugh like Geico can. Or at least did. They've gotten a little... uh, They've gone a little vanilla lately, but at least for a while, Geico really made you laugh. That was their thing. And they're easy to do business with, right? They're just, it's, we could have a policy in 10 minutes if we want, right? 15 minutes or less, isn't that they're saying? So I, that's what separates them. So everyone has their thing, right? And that is, I think that's really the crux of this, is that there are little idiosyncratic things, little small things about your particular agency, or if you work for a carrier or a vendor, if you're listening to this, your business that separates you. And we shouldn't try to gloss over those things. Those things should be celebrated. And if you celebrate them, it ultimately will bring you more attention and more opportunity to do business with the type of people who find those things interesting. And I'm going to broaden it one step further. Don't forget that it applies to your personality as well. If you're a little bit unique in your personality, whether that's your style of dress or anything else, that helps set you apart, right? And so bringing it full circle back to the way we opened the conversation, um, many people think that howdy is an affectation. Well, no, it's actually the fact that I spent uh, eight years in my formative uh, age out west, and howdy was the way we said hello. And I have just kept that going. Just it's what naturally comes out of my mouth. And people look at me, and now it's a little bit odd, right? Because I'm in not quite the big city, but I'm now no longer in the west. And howdy is an unusual phrase to hear, but it's natural to me. I don't feel self conscious when I do it, and it's just. Now, the way I say hello. I think that makes sense. I think that makes sense. And I think, uh, I think people know you through that, and I think that that's a good thing, right? I think it, some people might find it to be, yeah, whatever he says, howdy. Some people might think it's funny. Some people might just find it interesting. But it does. It separates you, and it's a little bit of a calling card, and I, I think that that makes a lot of sense. So, all right, well, you know, I... I think this is an interesting topic. I mean, we could dive super deep into this. And actually, certain segments of this I talk about in the, in the newsletter this week. So again, if you're not on that newsletter, agencynation.com forward slash newsletter will get you on there. And if you want the local SEO guide, if you haven't downloaded that yet, agencynation.com forward slash local SEO. Um, both of those will get you on the newsletter list. So let's move on to the next article because uh, this is an interesting one. It's a, it's a concept that is, I think, I think it's an easy concept to wrap your brain around. It is a tough concept to live by or to, to operate your business by because we all have pressures. But it's actually an article written by our man Marty here, his most recent actually, Digital Marketing Opportunities, Pure Gold or Overburden, or Burden, sorry. And 
I'm going to give the very high-level concept that I'm Marty. I want you to dive into your thought in writing this. And, and anybody that's, that's not coming here and reading Marty's articles for, you know, kind of as bat crap crazy as Marty is, uh, when he puts his mind to one of these articles, they're pretty damn good. And I got to be honest with you, I really love the concept behind this one. And um, the idea is that when you're mining for gold, there is overburden, kind of the crappy dirt that, that doesn't, you know, yield, doesn't have any high yield in it. And then underneath that, at some level, and this is kind of the crux to gold mining, is being able to find, you know, what areas have the smallest amount of overburden, but there always is. At some level, you hit pay dirt, and that's the really heavy uh, dirt that's got tons of bits of gold in it that you can extract. And it's, and, and, and tell me where I'm wrong here, Marty, or start, or start to build upon this, but the core concept in your article is that we have to dedicate ourselves to digging through the overburden, that, that, that time where you're, you're putting in the work but you're not getting the results to actually get to that place where everything you're doing is yielding that great ROI. Yeah. So I'm not speaking only for myself, Ryan. I'm sure you hear this, you know, on a very frequent basis. But, but people come up, you know, when, when Ryan and I are, are at these things, we're generally talking about the principles that we talk about here on – Agency Nation Radio, and people come up and they and and the first words out of their mouth are, you know, I've been trying this, but you know, I'm getting these oddball opportunities. You know, it's it's the guy that's got three losses, or um, it's somebody that it's. I'm always seeing this one class of business, and when when you strip all that away, what they're saying is, I'm doing the work but I'm not really getting the results that I'm hoping for. And, and my, point, my point in this article is doing that work is going to generate these opportunities. That's the nature of what we do. We are putting ourselves out in, into um, the sphere of commerce and people are responding to what we're doing. That's a really, really good thing. What that means is you've identified, you've hit a vein of gold, so to speak, that's generating action. What you're getting may not be exactly what you're hoping for, but the fact of the matter is they are still opportunities. And so the point of the article is those opportunities need to be worked, but they're not, but you shouldn't assume that because that's what's coming, that that's the only thing that's coming. This is necessary work that ultimately will get you to the really good stuff, those accounts that just come in because they're they're seeing the same stuff, but they're a much better opportunity. Yeah, you know, I, one thing I, I tell a lot of the audiences that I speak in front of about this stuff is it took me nine months, nine months of blogging between two and three times a week before I got my first inbound inquiry. Nine months. Three and a half years later, we got 85. The month that I, uh, the last month that I worked at the Murray Group Insurance Services, the marketing, our marketing efforts delivered 85 inbound quoting opportunities. So opportunities that actually turned into us quoting that business. 85 opportunities in three and a half years. So it took us nine months to get one. And then three and a half years later, we're doing 85. So it's, this stuff takes a lot of time. And that's the part I think 
Um, that's the part that that's so tough, right? Like, so how do you do that, Marty? So, so an agent sits in front of you and says, Marty, you know, I get it. I get it. And I, and I want to be successful, but geez, you know, I just, man, do I really have to wait nine months? Like, like what do you, what is some of the advice that you give them? Or, or maybe even, you know, a couple ways that, that you can, um, maybe expedite that. Like what are some of the things that you might say to that agent or, or, uh, insurance professional? Well, we, we had an article immediately prior to this one that was all about that. Don't give up early. Right. I mean, the, the real challenge is that you're right. This, there is no, there is no quick, easy fix, but I think the the best time, the best way to get through, um, that period of famine is to make the most of the opportunities you get. If you are seeing some level of success and, and it may not be right. I, I always go back to the, um, everybody says, I'm going to build a website. I'm going to sell insurance. And I go, no, no. The first thing you want to do when you build a website is get somebody to show up and not immediately run away. So you have to rethink what your definition of success is. And, and in your point, Ryan, it may have taken nine months for the first inbound opportunity to come along, but I bet it didn't take nine months for you to get your first comment, right? Your first engagement, who's reading this thing or do I, are people actually showing up? And so by, by defining our success in steps that get us to the ultimate goal, which is, Hey, I want an inbound opportunity. And ultimately I want an inbound good opportunity that I write. Those are that, that to me is, is the process start with smaller goals that lead to your ultimate goal. Yeah. And you know, and there are ways, you know, looking back on what I did, there are definitely tactical and strategic ways that you can decrease that. Right. So, I mean, part of this, it took me nine months, but I was also starting from zero knowledge about the internet. This was also 2008, 2009. So the internet wasn't even something, you know, that the, this you know stuff I was blazing trails in the industry that, that we that had never been blazed before right I mean no one was doing hardcore blogging at this point uh, especially not at a you know kind of single location family-owned agency type of deal I mean maybe there were but there weren't many and uh, there weren't certainly none of them were talking about it so it wasn't like you you could follow a path today there are definitely things you can do and, and you hit the you hit it right on the head um, the website <clears throat> When I look at a lot of agency websites, the very first thing that I see is a old school methodology. And I'm gonna explain what that means. There was a time when the common practice for your website was to stick absolutely every piece of information that you absolutely could about your business on the homepage. Because maybe people didn't click around as much, navigating navigating was hard, page load times were slow, so people diving deeper into your site was less likely. So you wanted to get everything you could stuffed on that homepage. That day, my friends, has come and gone. Your homepage, in particular, should be clean, it should be inviting, friendly. There should be the the the. It should be easy to read. It should be one, two, or three colors, max. And three colors is probably going to be too many. You basically have when you're designing the color scheme, you have a major color, you have a minor color, 
and you have um, like a highlight color, which is accent. really what your which an accent color, which is what your call to actions are. That's it. At Agency Nation, it's a dark blue, a light blue, and an orange. Those are the only colors that we use: dark blue, light blue, orange. We occasionally inside of content will use a gray background uh, to highlight certain things, but that's very rarely. Um, we have a dark blue, a light blue, and an orange, and those are the only colors we use. If you have more than three colors, you most likely your site starts to become tough to read, and it like burns your brain. Like you can literally feel your retinas like melting as all these colors just destroy your eyeballs. It's terrible. I mean, take a look at your own website someday and say, "Wow, I really enjoy looking at this." Or I hate looking at this. And if the answer is hate, then you need to change that because your customers are thinking the same thing. And so the, the idea becomes functionality. So what are the things you want them to do? Uh, potentially uh, read your blog articles, learn more about the insurance issues they may have. Uh, maybe it's service related. Here's how you get a hold of Sally Sue and, and uh, Jimmy John. Here's how you get a quote from us. It could be a simple contact form. It could be a phone. Uh, if you have quoting on your site, uh, that you could do that too. Um, but easily nav- uh, navigable functions, and that's it. You do not need to stuff your homepage with every piece of information. Clean, easy, simple. Get them to the thing that they want as quickly as they possibly can. And let them, you know, if they want to do something else, let them easily get to that next thing. And, and, and I mean, we could talk all day about web design, and I didn't mean for this to be about web design, but, um, you know, in the early days, there was so much wrong with what I did. Looking back, um, you know, one of the things that I could say to an agency today who's trying to get going is have a really clean, crisp, functional uh, homepage and website, really, that, that's, that you are proud representation of your business. Because trust me, every single person, even your clients that have been with you for 30 years, are researching your agency. Marty, how many times have you heard, ah, my clients have been with me for 20 years. They, they don't go online. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's ludicrous. Yeah. So, so they're not going online, maybe, in your mind, but I bet you they're going online in their life for everything else. So at what point do you stop deluding yourself into the belief that they're doing everything other than insurance online, but insurance, it's always pick up the phone or walk into the office. Yeah, they're absolutely going online. So so uh, I, wanna, I wanna give people some, some tactical takeaways here, how you would pull that down so they could more quickly get through the overburden, right? To use yeah, our so, example. So, so, so first of all, you, you said something and, and I want to go back to it. How do I shorten that, you know, that nine month time frame or, or whatever it is? What, and, and, and you said something and then, and then we moved, moved into a new topic. When you were doing this, you were hacking your way through the thicket. There weren't well-defined technologies or places to learn about this stuff. If you're here at Agency Nation, you've already found one uh, one opportunity to learn, okay? But there are lots of learning uh, capabilities. Copy Blogger is a great resource. Um, we've talked about Wistia for video. There are all sorts of resources that you can go out where you can learn great stuff. You can learn the tricks on how to create that content 
that gets engagement. It's all about, you know, um, the, the classic example is the article that we're talking about. The, the, the simple concept was, you know, don't look at these opportunities for new accounts like they're the plague, right? There's an opportunity. But the reason that this, that this article got the interest that it did and the reason that we're talking about it today on Agency Nation Radio is because it took me a while to come up with the, um, the surrounding story that makes it easy to read. And that's the story about the gold mining that comes before we get to the insurance business, right? So all of that stuff taken together is how you create engagement and you get people involved. Yeah, because, I mean, you easily could have said, and, and, and actually, this post is a great microcosm, and I'm glad you brought that up, because you easily could have said here, hey, you know, it takes time to be successful, uh, Hanley's thing was nine months, this person's thing was a year, this person's thing was six months, it takes time, and just, you know, hold your horses, have patience, and stay true to the course, and that would have been very true, it would have been awful to read, Um and by weaving a story in, it, it separated, you know, to go back to Seth's post, it, 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 it differentiated the message. Though, you know, this isn't a completely unique, mind-blowing message. It's, it's, I'm sure it's something that's been said before someplace, but it's certainly never been said this way. And with the analogy and kind of that visualization of, if it, for anyone who's ever watched Gold Rush, which is a great show, um, you have to dig through this, this bad dirt to get to the good dirt. And once you get to that good dirt, it's amazing. But we, we, it's persistence and dedication. And, uh, you know, I, I was thinking about this. Next week, I am going to publish an article, which by the time you're listening to this, it, it most likely would already be out. But I'm going to publish an article. I'm going to publish something. I can't, I'll figure out the number, but it's going to be, you know, 27 in, uh, blogs that will, non-insurance blogs that will make you a better insurance marketer. You'll see that, that post is gonna be out, I'm gonna go out, because you're saying there's all these resources, there are, and I can just, I'm just thinking of Convince and Convert, Mark Schaefer's Businesses Grow blog, um, there are so many great resources, Search Engine Land, um, Spin Sucks, I mean, there are so many great resources out there, and I think a lot of times uh, we don't pull in, and that's why I love the fact that we pull in a lot of times resources from outside the industry, because Looking outside our industry helps us apply lessons that someone else is teaching someplace else to what we're doing. And it just en it enriches the pool of knowledge and information that allows us to become better at what we do. So um, I'm going to write that article. I'm actually kind of excited to write that because um, there are just so many. The sales line is another great one. And by just taking a few of these, a few of these articles and placing them in an RSS reader like Feedly or just subscribing by email – Let's say I come up with, I'm going to try to hit 50-something, let's say. Let's just say that's my goal. I'm going to hit 50 resources. If you take five of them, five of the 50 that sound interesting, and you just subscribe by email, and you just, as often as you can, read these, you will get better. I mean, that's, everything I know is either from trying it or reading it. That's the only way that you get better at this stuff. And it's why I love that people listen to this show. It's why I love the people that subscribe because they're trying to get better. And that's infectious, right? It's infectious and it's fun. And um, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, I, I, 
I think I think there's very good things to come for insurance marketing. I just it's such a wide open space. There's so many things we can do, things that haven't been tried yet. I'm looking forward. You know, we're getting towards the end of 20, 2015 here. I'm looking forward to what happens in 2016. I think we're going to see some really cool and interesting things come out of uh, the independent agency space in terms of marketing and what's actually done. Yeah, I'd agree with you. Um, we we have seen. Um, you know, I got accused of the, the obscure. Uh, a military reference uh, early in the in in the podcast. You know, I think we've got we've created a beachhead, right? So there are people now that are actually doing this, and that and that um, that are beginning to share ideas and success stories, and that breeds upon itself, and it it creates an opportunity for um, a little group to get bigger because we've got now some. Um, positive reinforcement going. And so, as you said, it's infectious, right? So so we get a few more people, we get them spun up, they get excited, they go off and do their things. They go, hey, I, I tried this really cool thing and it's working pretty good. And because of that, we can really uh, see this thing accelerate. Yeah. So I, I want to wrap our show up here. I, I appreciate everyone who listens to this show. It's so much fun for me and Marty to do. And, and actually, it's become a lot more fun. I'll let everyone know uh, we actually uh, hired a company who's going to be packaging these up for us and stuff. And I'll tell you, outsourcing some of the, I'm going to use, you know, kind of physical labor activities of creating content really helps you as a, I feel an incredible burden has been lifted from my shoulders doing this podcast because I used to kind of think, man, we're going to record the show and it's going to be fun. But then, man, I'm going to have to spend like two hours packaging it up and it's, and you know, I have a million other things to do. And now by outsourcing it, Marty, I feel like a whole new zest for this show. So um, I'm excited about that. I appreciate you guys for listening. We're, we're always trying to, to just give you little thoughts and insights and tactics and tacks and ideas and case studies that, that can help you grow your insurance business. Um, if you're not subscribed to the newsletter, I can't push that enough. This is actually the fifth time I've mentioned it, mostly because I'm excited about what this newsletter is going to become. I think it's going to be a great place to share some really unique and exclusive ideas. If you're not on there, agencynation.com forward slash newsletter. Get on the newsletter. We appreciate you listening. Um, Marty, we're out of here, brother. <laughs> <laughs>